Welcome, everybody. You are listening to The Life of an Educator, hosted by Matthew Gill. Hey team, and welcome to another episode of the Life of an Educator podcast. It is unreal to me that we are coming to the end of season three. And this is just an amazing moment for me, a humbling moment for me, because if you asked me if I would ever get to the end of season three and have dozens of episodes recorded, I might not have believed you, but it is thanks to you, it is thanks to your commitment, to your faithfulness of listening to episode after episode, and you're the reason I get to keep doing what I love and keep sharing different thoughts and perspectives on the life of an educator, and so I just have to say kudos to you. The numbers continue to be consistent in listeners, and it is just a wonderful thing to know that you are loving what you're hearing. And so I am so grateful. We are coming to the end of season three. And so we get to one of my favorite episodes each season, which I have entitled Mr. Dubik on the Hot Seat. And this is where listeners like you can message me or contact me and ask a question. And so this is a really exciting time for me because I get to engage with the listeners such as yourself and answer the questions that you have. And so I take questions all throughout the seasons. You don't have to wait till this episode, uh, but this is the episode where I answer your questions. And so I have two questions for all of you today. And the first one is very, very simple. And so is the second one. We'll start with the positive, and the question is, what is your favorite part of your job? And there are so many great things about my job, so I had to think about this one to keep it within the time frame. And But I love, first of all, I just have to say, I do love my job. I do love being a teacher. I hope that you have recognized that as you're listening to this podcast, as you see my energy and my passion towards what I share about and the stories I share and about the passion I have for both the academics of the profession, but also with the relationship building with the students. But when I think about the favorite part of my job, you know, some of you might think that I'm going to answer that my favorite part is getting two months off in the summer. Or you might think that my favorite part is getting the great benefits that we have as the teacher union. Or you might think that my favorite part is only having to work, quote unquote, six hours a day. Uh, But those would be you know, perspectives that people from the outside world think might be the favorite part, but that is definitely not my favorite. Even though it may be a perk of being a teacher, it is definitely not my favorite. One of my favorite things about my job is simply building relationships with people, building connections with people, both coworkers and students alike. I am a people person. I love engaging with people. I love getting to know people. I love getting to joke with people. I love being able to care for people. And so I think one of the great things about being a teacher for me is I get to do all of those things in any given day. 
I get to talk, yes, all day, every day because I'm a teacher and so I'm giving instruction and I am able to use my voice in a way that I love. In my case, it's to teach high school math. But for any teacher, you are using your voice to share knowledge to students and that in itself is a joy. But what gives me even more joy in my job is to be able to actually talk to children and youth and staff members and to build relationship, to get to know them, to care for them, to impact them, to hopefully influence them and to hopefully make a difference and to make their life just a little bit better. It is such a win for me when students come and they are excited to be in my classroom. It gives me joy when a student comes up to me and says, you know what, Mr. Duick, I really don't like math, but I really love your class. Thanks for making my class a great time. And Or I'll have students come and say, you know what, I don't really like math, but you made math just a little bit more fun this semester, so thanks for being awesome. And those are big wins for me because it tells me that I made a connection. It tells me that I was able to just make their life just a little bit more enjoyable. And so building relationship, connecting with students, talking with students, joking with students, caring for students, uh, that's the biggest win. Getting to work with the most fabulous coworkers, and I say that honestly, I work with an amazing group of people, and I hope that for teachers listening that you get to agree with me, that you enjoy working with your coworkers, that you have a great group of people that you get to say good morning to every morning and talk about education with and bounce off ideas with. Uh, It's a joy for me to be able to walk into any of my coworkers' classrooms and just talk with them and talk to them about, yes, life and about their families and about what's going on after work, but also in the workday just to be able to bounce off ideas and to share materials and to You know, if I have a problem or a situation, I can bounce an idea off of them and they will give me a response that is fair and maybe something I didn't think of. It is great to be able to just engage with people and have a little bit of trust with them and just be able to work with them in a way that makes your job easier. It is such a joy to be able to work with people that make my job a fun job and not a job that, you know, I have to avoid my coworkers or a job where I have to stick to myself and not engage, but I get to engage with students. Yes, I get to engage with staff. It just makes it such a rewardable experience. Rewardable? I don't know if that's a word, but I'm going to say it anyways. Such a rewardable experience. So I hope that's you too for for the teachers and the students who are listening. I hope that uh, you love going to school or going to work because you get to engage with people. I know for students, I assume that you love coming to school because you get to be with your friends. You get to be with your peers. You get to be with students who are doing the same thing you are. And uh, I get joy from that as well. I get to come to work and teach with other people who love teaching. And for a lot of you who come as students, come to school because you want to learn, you want to grow, you want to, you know, just be with people and discover new things. And so that's a joy for me, for sure. I love engaging. I love impacting people. I love caring for people. And I just love being filled by interactions with people. I'm definitely, as people would call me, an extrovert. And I love just being with people. 
and it makes my day fly by. Like my days just fly by, uh, specifically on the days when people engage with me. The more people that engage with me, the faster my day goes. And all of a sudden it's 3.30. I'm like, oh my gosh, that just flew by because people were engaging. So that's definitely what I love about my job probably the most. And secondly, almost probably just as much, if not equal to that, is I just love seeing people reach their fullest potential. I think of my students having such potential and such the sky's the limit for these individuals. And I know I'm a little bit biased with the ones that I teach, but I believe in the bigger picture here, no matter where you are listening from, I believe that youth and teenagers have such a potential that they are discovering. And what I love about teaching teenagers and young people is they are discovering it right in front of you. And I get such joy from seeing kids grow, from seeing kids discover what they are good at, to see kids discover what their skills and talents are, and then going and showcasing it. Like, I am blown away when I go to a drama production and see the kids showcase their drama skills in a full-length drama production. It blows me away to the point where I'm emotional. When I go to the band and choir concerts at my work and I see these kids put on a spectacular performance doing the thing that they are good at, doing the thing that gives them joy, I'm just blown away. And again, I get emotional. Going to the gym, I'm a basketball coach and manager. And so to see these kids do things that I could never do at their age, like these kids are doing layups and dunking and doing these crazy moves to score Uh, basket and I am just blown away by their athleticism and their talent and yet I'm coaching these kids and they're just blowing me away by how they are dedicated to the game it it, it's just mind-boggling to me and then even in the academics like I see these students just discover the coolness of science and be able to write these amazing essays and stories and memoirs and to showcase this to me and me to read them and just be blown away. Like I am not that old. I'm 30 years of age. And so I remember being in these positions, writing these stories and doing these lab reports and all of these things. And I think these kids are actually in some ways doing a whole lot better than I ever did uh, just because their imagination and their creativity and their passion comes out in a way that is so different than my generation ever did. And so I see this and I'm just blown away by the potential that these kids have. And they aren't even fully developed yet. They aren't even fully an adult. They don't even, they're still learning. And uh, so I just love having the smallest part to play in helping these students realize that the sky's the limit, that they can dream, they can vision, they can think about the unimaginable and strive for that. My motto for my class, and if there's students listening, you know what it is. My motto for my class is that we strive for excellence. No matter what it is, now I teach math, so in my classroom, we're going to strive for excellence in math. But I hope that that motto goes forward with them beyond my classroom as I want these kids to strive for excellence in their work. I want these kids to strive for excellence in their families, in their friends, in their activities that they enjoy, in everything that they do, that they would put their fullest effort into what they would pursue. And I believe that for anyone, adults or teenagers, and anyone listening, that if you put your fullest foot forward, if you put 
all of the energy that you have forward that you can conquer whatever you set your mind to. Obviously, within reason, we're human, but striving for excellence is so important. And I fear for the society at times because so many of us do not strive for excellence. We're so okay with the mediocre. We're so okay with the bare minimum. We're so okay with whatever will get us that passing grade. And I tell my students all of the time, I don't care that you can get a 50. That's the bare minimum. I want you to do your best. I want you to strive for excellence. And for the kids that do, they're already recognizing that if they want to pursue something, that they just simply need to go for it. And it's such a cool thing for me to see their potential come. Some, they're a little bit further along and they're discovering it right away and others they're just at the beginning of seeing what they're good at and discovering what they want to do in the future and learning about you know what makes them tick and it's it's the coolest thing i love it i love it and so i would say that those are the big two pieces of the puzzle that i just love about my job it's funny that the academics and teaching math i love that too that's probably third but it comes way after engaging with people and seeing these students reach their full potential. It like we're people, we're people first. And I, I have to remind myself, yes, I have to teach the curriculum. It's the Manitoba requirement. And I make sure I teach the entire curriculum. Don't get me wrong. But that's secondary to being human and engaging with people. I, I believe wholeheartedly that people were created to engage with other people and to love people and care for people. And so that's what I want to do in my everyday. And this job just gives me that opportunity. And I am so, so thankful. Now, on the flip side, the second question to this episode of me being on the hot seat to wrap up season three is the least favorite part of my job. And this was a little bit tougher, actually, because, again, I honestly do love my job. I'm not just saying this because I'm on this podcast and I only have to say positive things. I do love my job, but obviously there are things I don't like. It's not the easiest job in the world, no matter what people will say. Firsthand, I can tell you that there are so many rewards with this job, and I shared a couple of them just now, but there are also things that uh, are tough. There are tough things about this job. And so what are my least favorite things about the work that I do? I mean, honestly, I I don't like disciplining students for doing bad things. It It really upsets me when students disobey, when students... I get in trouble when students do what they're not supposed to be doing, when students go behind behind the teacher's back and lie or cheat or steal or do things that are not appropriate and all of those things. Because on the flip side of seeing everyone's potential, I don't like seeing kids make mistakes and uh, mishaps happen. I get it. Uh, but it, it's troubling to me. Now, in saying that, I I also see it a little bit of a positive because this is the time for kids to grow. This is the time for people to figure out what is right, what is wrong. And obviously, we do everything with grace and care. But I think I'm such a optimist with these people, with these students. I'm such a, I think, good about all of my students that sometimes when I see them fail, when I see them struggle, when I see them make mistakes, I have a hard time with it. And I have to help and try 
for myself to see it as a positive, to see it as a growing moment, to see it as something that could be turned into a great thing. Teachers work long hours. I One of the things I struggle with is my mind never shuts down and I'm always thinking about education. I think that's one of the reasons I started this podcast is because it helps me to, t- to talk about education all hours of all days. It's a Saturday right now at five o'clock as I'm recording this. And so, you know, it's the weekend and here I am talking about education and talking about my students and, and my job. And, and I, I love it. It's just, it's something that uh, is always a part of me. And it's, it's really a big piece of who I am. But I think it's also something I don't like at times because teachers work long hours, especially teachers who are going to be great at their profession. There can be good teachers who can fit all of the work that they have to do between the hours of 8.30 and 4. Uh, but to be a great or excellent teacher, I have never met one that hasn't had to put extra hours outside of your Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 4 time slot. And I, again, strive for excellence, want to be an amazing teacher, the best ever. And so I have to put a lot of hours in outside of my Monday to Friday, 8.30 to 4 time slot. And that gets tough. There are many days where I'm coming home late at night after coaching basketball and I work in Selkirk. I live in Winnipeg. It's a half an hour drive and it's 10 o'clock at night. And I'm thinking to myself, wow, I'm going to get home, stuff some food in my face, go to bed and repeat up at 6.30 and getting ready for the day. And it's those moments where it gets a little bit tiresome. And it's those moments where you wonder if all of the time you're putting in uh, is really going to, is really paying off, right? And, you know, there's many days where I'm at work uh, long past 3.30, you know, doing the little bit of extra, doing the little bit above and beyond what others will do and and you wonder if it's worth it. And I believe it is. It's the reason why I put in those extra hours. I believe it is. But I, in some ways, I wish sometimes that I could just turn it off. Sometimes I wish that I could, you know, compartmentalize a bit more because teaching is a part of me and it's really hard sometimes to differentiate One of the great things about, I shared this in one of the episodes previously, but one of the great things about working in Selkirk and living in Winnipeg and being that half an hour distance away, it it is nice because I do get to decompress on my way home and I do get to separate it a little bit more. I, I try really, really hard not to bring too much work home to my actual home so that I'm not cluttering my home life with my work life. And so I did an episode on that about balancing you know, life with work and uh, you can go back and listen to that. But it's still hard because I, I love what I do and I think about, you know, education all of the time. And, you know, I have family members who, you know, do the nine to five job and they clock in and they do their task and they clock out and there's no need to think about work outside of work because their job is simply a clock in and clock out type of job where they have a task that doesn't carry over. And I think that's the tricky thing about education is what I do one day matters of what I do the next. And what I do the next day impacts what I do the day after. And what I do one day might have an implication of what comes after. And so it connects. And yes, every day is a new day, but every day I'm working with the same students and I get to teach and engage and interact 
And so sometimes it's hard to really differentiate. And so uh, I struggle with that sometimes is I I wish I could just stop and clock out. And maybe that's just something I can work on. I didn't want to make this so personal, but this is the honest question and the honest answer of what, uh, what, what is maybe the least exciting thing of my job is, uh, yeah, I don't know. I carry it a lot. And, uh, you know, maybe if anyone of you maybe knows how to help me with that, you can let me know. But I would say the third thing I don't like, and this is going to sound really funny to some because you're like, Mr. Duick, you get two months off in the summer. But, uh, and I know I do. And I enjoy those two months. But I will say traveling gets a little bit tough during the year. You are restricted to Christmas break, spring break, and the two summer months. And I know that that is a lot of holidays. So I'm not complaining about the amount of holidays I get, but it is tough to plan other vacations or other holidays if they don't line up with those specific times. And uh, so that requires me to take off some days and makes it tough to make sub plans and not be with your students and and so I would say as kind of a funny third what do I not like about my job is you're kind of tied to September to June other than spring break and Christmas break and the natural holidays uh, you kind of have to be at work every day and so it it does put a wrench into some getting away when you know my friends are wanting to get away for an extended weekend and I have to try and plan around that. But I'm not complaining about the amount. I'm just, sometimes it's hard because we're restricted to those amounts and specific times of the year when we have our holidays. So I'm sure I'll get the complaints from those who are just laughing at me right now being like, oh, boo-hoo, you get all summer off. But uh, I had to throw that one in there because it's it's the reality. Um, you know, Again, not complaining, but because we are restricted to those times, those are peak hours. And so, you know, those are when the prices are the highest. Those are when it's harder to get tickets. Those are when everyone else is traveling. And so you never get that time away where it's a bit quieter and the prices are a bit better. And it's just something that we have to plan around and deal with. But anyways, those are my two answers to those two amazing questions the best part of my job and the least favorite part of my job i hope you know i love my job and i i hope as we wrap up season three it's very evident that i love my job teaching is such a beautiful profession and i have to give you a little bit of pre-insight to what's coming in season four season four episode one i'm going to be talking about how great of a profession teaching really is and uh, I'm going to praise the teachers for what they do. I'm going to talk about the challenges as well of what we do. And so you don't want to miss it. It's been an amazing season. It's been an amazing journey. I love that you're listening. I love that you're engaging. I love that you are sharing and telling people about it. I love your thoughts. And so continue to message me with your thoughts. What do you want to hear? What do you want to know? I will try and answer the things that you want to hear about the best I can. Again, I'm still learning. I don't have it all together, but I hope that this is helpful. I trust it's helpful because you continue to come on and listen and uh, numbers are continue to flow in. I'm amazed that uh, people from all over the world are listening. So for those of my international friends, thank you so much for listening. 
and uh, continue to share and comment and like and all of those things. It's been an amazing journey. I can't wait for season four. I have great things planned and it's going to be a good time. So thanks so much for listening today. I just am so blown away by your commitment and your willingness to listen. And we'll see you in two weeks for the start of season four of the life of an educator. Bye everybody.